it's just quite simple. He doesn't believe Ukraine has a right to be independent, doesn't believe in its borders, and he's that's just the first country. And he's going to start with everywhere else that he thinks that he has a chance of taking. It's, it's the way that, unfortunately, he wants to see the end of his uh, rule being defined. I hope that is extremely short end. Okay, so this is going to be an interview with my friend Ina, who is currently in Kherson, a city in the south of Ukraine that's under attack by the Russian forces during this invasion. Unfortunately, I'm looking at it now, and when I record on Zoom, you only have Ina and not me on the camera. Uh, I just recorded hers, but she's going to speak for most of it. Anyways, just a few questions uh, from me. Uh, so let's get into the interview. Привіт, Ина. Як справи? Привіт, слава Україні. Мої справи добре. Я жива, здорова. Як твої справи? Супер. Well, we'll switch back to English so that everyone can understand this. But Ina, you are a Ukrainian uh, language YouTuber uh, helping foreigners learn Ukrainian. That's actually how we know each other. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talked about a collaboration, everything. And of course, with this uh, invasion, new invasion of Ukraine in the last week, uh, we've had to put that on hold. So I wanted people to really watch my channel to get a real feeling for what it's like still to be in Ukraine, because you are in Kherson, which is a city in the south of Ukraine, uh, not so far from Crimea. Uh, and mm -hmm. not so far from it, uh, you know, the, it's on the Dnieper River and it's not so far from a very strategic uh, dam on the river, which, you know, the Hess, um, the hydroelectric dam up in Novokohovka. And there has been uh, obviously very heavy fighting where you are for the last, um, since the beginning, we're now on day six of the invasion. Mm -hmm. uh, so how, how are you holding up? Uh, where are you exactly? And uh, yeah, what have you been hearing and seeing there in Kherson? Uh, it's very tough and uh, I'm uh, in my apartment and um, uh, 30 minutes ago before our call we had very big explosions and we were hiding and I thought that we won't be able to have this uh, call with you but anyway right now uh, it is quiet again thanks God and uh, we are still very scary because um, as you know Kiev, Kharkiv and Kherson uh, they are on the bombs regularly and um, everything started on the 24th of February. We woke up at 6 a.m. from the very big explosion and uh, my husband went at war uh, on the first day and I uh, stayed with my friends who, who have small kids and their, hu their husband they are also at war. So we are hiding together. And uh, we were in the district that is located near the Antonivsky um, uh, bridge. Uh, this bridge connects the uh, Kherson region with the uh, city of Kherson. So all the troops, Russian troops, um, they go from the Crimea. Again, I can hear the explosions. Uh, they, they are many troops, they are going from the Crimea and when they go to invade Kherson, they go through this bridge. So we have all the time big fights on that bridge and we were, uh, on the first night we were sleeping near that bridge and we heard very big explosions. It was so scary. Uh, I slept with my friend and with a small baby and we heard first of all bombs, then Grad, you know, the, the, this is a very big um, military vehicle. Uh, 
uh, Grad, and then we heard aircrafts, and we couldn't sleep. And I was reading my smartphone every 30 minutes, reading the news. It was so scary. Um, and uh, the, the next day, um, it was scary again, many bombs. And uh, we decided to change a little bit location because the whole that district near the bridge of my city, it was evacuated. And uh, uh, they bombed civilian houses, civilian cars. Uh, they uh, killed some people and uh, for already uh, civilians and kids died. Yesterday we had, uh, we read the news that um, everybody from uh, of the civilians who try to cross the street, they are killed or take as the, um, the Russians, they take them. Um, or uh, we, we read the news that uh, they killed a woman and her son escaped and uh, everybody's looking for this boy. Uh, in the city, it's it's a big tragedy. It is very scary because they really uh, the atmosphere in my city is very scary. They are bombing civilians, they are killing civilians, even kids. They kill kids. That's true. It's uh, so bad. And uh, uh, yesterday and the day before yesterday, it was a little bit quiet, and we could sleep not in the basement, in the apartment. I slept in my bedroom on the floor because it was dangerous to stay in the living room or bedroom because uh, uh, you, you, um, when you sit near the window, uh, it is very dangerous, you know? So I slept in the bathroom because there are no windows. And the first days we slept in the cold basement. It was very cold, raw, and... Uh, it was very tough. It is, it is awful. And um, what can I say about the current situation? We are uh, in the regime of occupation. So Let me stop the you there for a second. Stop you there. Yeah. So at the moment, uh, what you describe is pretty horrendous. Uh, being stuck in a war zone would always be a lot of uh, shells being fired, soldiers on the street, it's a war zone. So this is, yes. Unfortunately, there have been civilian casualties. That seems pretty clear. I, I made a look at what's what's happening um, in Ukraine because the internet is still up, which is something kind of remarkable. I hadn't expected that. And a lot of information has gotten out. Um, and there's enough videos uh, to be convincing that obviously there have been civilian casualties, uh, not just in Russia, but in other parts of, uh, of Ukraine. What is the, the current situation? It, it, who's in control of the city? Have you been able to go outside and buy food? Uh, you have electricity and water still? Or... Uh, I, uh, I have never uh, went, I, I have never gone outside during these days. And uh, we, um, we have some me and my friends, we took all food from our fridges, uh, what we have, and uh, our male friend, he brought us some food because we are afraid to go out. So, uh, and yesterday we got the news that um, it is not allowed for people to go out because we have many Russian soldiers out on the streets. They are going uh, not only on tanks, but on foot with their guns. And we, we got the warnings, they, they can take uh, women, kids, and that live shield for them. So okay, so when they, them. yeah, human shield, if they force for the Ukrainian army, they will use people as a human shield. So it is very scary. So we, we, we don't 
risk to go out only in the basement. And at night, we don't uh, turn on the light. Yes, we have gas, we have electricity, we have internet, we have water, everything is good, but we, we are afraid to turn on the light at night. So we sit without it. And uh, uh, we, we have a male friend who, who brought us some food. So we have what to eat and we, uh, we, we, we are in a regime of economy. No, we, we, we try to be very economic. I don't know what to say. Yes, yes, so we don't. We, yeah. With what you eat. Yeah, clearly. So yeah, yeah, you don't so know we, how long it's going to last. Yeah, yeah. So we eat uh, basically porridges or cook soup, uh, drink tea. Uh, and we have uh, a lot of, you know, we, ha we have this word like homemade um, cans, you know, like cucumbers, like uh, uh, cucumbers, tomatoes. Uh, my mom, she did this, this kind of uh, preparation so we can open them anytime and eat. Um, so actually, we don't eat meat a lot. We eat usually porridges and uh, we, we cook soup. Uh, so th this is the this is the current situation, and um, what else? Yeah, of course we have. I, I hear explosions again. It's very scary. Although we 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 heard the news that uh, they are not uh, exactly in the city, but around the city. But uh, uh, the district where I live, it is close to the <laughs> to the um, to the field. You know, to the field battlefield and the field okay. where no, no, nobody lives and our city is like in the circle right now you know in uh, circle, we okay. are in so this in the circle uh, around the russian troops and it is very dangerous to to go somewhere by car because many people many foreigners they write me in why don't you escape go to another city go to another country go to the west i can't right now it's very dangerous and you know it takes uh hours to go by car to leave um i'm sorry my dad called me because my parents they uh they worry a lot they don't live in kherson they live uh in the kherson region uh, in, they live in the village that is very close to crimea and i can't go to them because i need to cross the bridge and it is blocked it is blocked and they worry a lot uh uh, about me and it is so bad because every day my morning starts that I'm reading the news and I call my relatives my parents because they all live in Kherson region and I live in in the city so it is very bad and yeah I said that we are in a circle and there are a lot of blog posts uh, yeah, there's a lot of checkpoints posts. and at the moment uh, the city is encircled by Russian troops so there's basically yes. a siege you've been yeah. hearing Gun, you, have you from your position have you been hearing you've obviously heard rocket fire you hear you, 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 you've been told us you can hear shelling have you heard gunfire small arms fire you know it's not so easy to just say leave uh in these situations how are you going to do that are you going to drive your own car uh, i don't have a car <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. a problem i don't have a car i can't drive i have uh with me friends with kids it's very tough uh, and uh, it is dangerous to go uh, from Kherson to the west of Ukraine because from west of Ukraine I can go to another, like to Poland, to Bulgaria, yeah. anywhere. Uh, I can't. It takes a lot of time. My friend, uh, she uh, from Kherson, she escaped 
on the second day of the war, her father, he took her and her mom and she called me, not she called, she wrote me that they spent three days to get from Kherson to, uh, uh, to uh, Romania. And she said it was very tough and they don't have money. I'm yep. sorry, my relatives, my grandma was calling. We had explosions recently. So after explosions, all my relatives start calling me and asking me, are you alive? I say, where are you? What is going on? So, you know, it, this is our reality. What, what you, I mean, you can't leave basically at the moment uh, from here, son, and the fighting will continue. Do you have enough food and water and stuff like that? Uh, that it's not going to become, you know, uh, a survival issue just on the essentials? We have right now, maybe it will be enough for three, four days. I hope it will be more or less, uh, it will be more or less okay to ask our friends to bring us some food and the situation, situation won't uh, become worse here. But... Uh, I don't know how long will it last. Maybe it will last a month, months, who knows. But I think uh, when we have an opportunity, we will have to, to escape because Kherson is a very hot spot here and uh, they will continue to bring regularly troops from the Crimea. So it is very dangerous here. And uh, many of my sus subscribers, they write, come to Canada, come to the United States. <laughs> it's very tough. I can't to go to your countries because it's very far from and it is very expensive to, to go to your countries to buy even flight tickets. And uh, I'm not alone. So, of course, your male, friend, many... your, your, yeah? male friend, your male friend who's been helping you, is he actually able to go out and buy food in shops and come, and come to yes, your food? Yes, 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 he, yes, uh, shops and uh, not all, but uh, we have um, on our uh, official publics, uh, our uh, authorities, they write, uh, they give us the list of the pharmacies and the uh, supermarkets that, that that work and their addresses so people know where they can go and get some food and also there are some volunteers who bake bread and also they write uh, the um, address of the restaurants coffee shops where you can go and uh, get food get bread for your family so okay um, so so in those shops as far as you know because your girlfriend is coming uh, your friend is coming and giving you uh, some supplies. They're, they're not out of stock. There's still food there. Because, you know, I have friends who, who now are sending me or posting on Instagram in cities like Zaporizhia, uh, in Nikolaev, that they're in the supermarkets that they're going to, they're, they're almost out of, uh, you know, stock. They're empty shelves. Yeah, that's true. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, be, you can't buy everything there. For example, we ask our friend to buy uh, meat he brought us sausages. He brought us sausages and uh, and that's it. So we okay. eat sausages and we have a uh, salo. So salo. we eat the salo. Pork yeah. Fat, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, my friends and, the, and I, we have salo in our fridges. So we brought, uh, brought it with us. So yesterday for the breakfast, I had bread with salo and coffee and I felt happy about that. And uh, today in the morning, I had 
um, sausages with porridge uh, and I have coffee and you know when you eat this kind of food it is so delicious and you think oh this food is so good uh, you know just simple food and we have bread and you eat it and you think oh it is so good um, I'm not hungry and the happiness in the simple things you know and when I when I because you know uh, we have other things with us I have a backpack so when I need to go to the cement um, to the basement uh, very fast I have a backpack with the warm yeah. clothes you know uh, with my documents and uh, when I want when I need to gather my things together I was standing and in my part and, and thinking what do I need? Actually, I don't need anything. What to take? I don't know what to take. Just documents and some warm clothes. And uh, you think, I don't need anything. I, I don't care about my view. My new camera. I don't know. I don't care about the lighting. I don't care about some stuff in my apartment. Just warm clothes and documents. That's it. And uh, when, when you have some... Uh, some we we have a warm it is warm in our apartment we have heating we have some food uh and uh, you really appreciate very simple yeah. things yeah you know my heart goes out to you it's, it's extremely tragic i've been to her son you know i filmed videos there it's it's very real for me as well i'm glad that um yeah that uh, i got out in time with angela um and my heart goes out to everybody who's, who's obviously trapped there and um I mean, obviously, we're going to put your uh, Instagram handle and your website uh, here on the screen, uh, and then down a link down below in the description if you want to reach out and help you uh, help you personally, uh, or, or speak to you personally about what's going on in in her son. And as I said, I made so many videos in the beautiful places around the city. Um, you know, it's absolutely unthinkable. And um, yeah, this is the way it was in. August 1939 in, in Poland, people went around their lives, and then great bigger powers decided on the you know the 31st of August, um, first of September, uh, to start invading and trying to destroy the country. And this has a this has a huge human cost. And I really want people to understand that it's uh, it's not just uh, what happens on a political level. There are real people uh, struggling in Ukraine today, and the situation is extremely scary. This is, uh, and maybe this is a fault of me. Maybe until this, I didn't care enough, you know, about what goes on in other parts of the world where similar things happen. And, uh, you know, it affects me because I was living in Ukraine and I have so many friends. And it, uh, you know, it's not a country, even though I know the war has been going on since 2014, it's been localized in Donbass, parts of Donbass and in, in Crimea, obviously, uh, which, which was a bit of a different situation in terms of, of violence. A lot, you know, there's a lot less violence obviously there. Um, but, you know, I've been making videos showing people how life has been normal even last week. And this is how quickly you can flip. And just the human tragedy is uh, incalculable. And it's um, anyone who thinks afterwards that, um, that, that Ukrainians or Russians, uh, uh, you know, they're going to be best buddies is delusional. Right? This, this is exactly what I, you know, I made delusion about a lot of things that happened in Ireland in yesterday's video and how British policy isolated Irish people, made them want to be independent even more. And um, yeah, I, I'm just reacting maybe off the cuff because I got a comment from someone who's talking about how, you know, it's going to split Rus. Uh, it's like, <laughs> then uh, 
and then, then, then don't evade it. <laughs> if you want people, you know, if you want good relations, uh, the worst thing you can do is uh, invading. That's basically what has been the, the result of the policies uh, by Putin since 2014. He's just lost support. Russia's brand is in the toilet. And um, we have this huge humanitarian crisis that's now taking place. The biggest, it's going to be clearly the biggest humanitarian crisis, bigger than the, the, the war in the 90s in the former Yugoslavia, probably almost already. Uh, I think in terms of uh, life lost, it, you know, there was obviously there was genocide taking place um, in the former Yugoslavia. But hopefully none of that uh, happens, but we're definitely looking at for, for also for Russia, where the Russian soldiers have been sent. This is what they're dying for. Like for what? For, uh, you know, it appeared a project by a crazy, by basically a crazy leader at this stage. And um, yeah, I hope some Russians get to see exactly what's going on. They're not just going to be relying on the, their state uh, propaganda and they actually can come on and see, you know, on platforms like YouTube and uh, Telegram or whatever it is, Instagram, exactly what's happening in real time. And that, that's essential. So uh, thanks, Ina, for, for coming on today. Uh, I don't know if you have a final message that you want to, you know, communicate to people who are watching. I want to tell you that this is the tragedy, not only of Ukraine, but the whole world. And it is uh, so dangerous for everybody. And uh, we didn't expect it. All Ukrainians, we believed that it will never happen till the last minute of the first explosion. It was a big shock of us because we considered that yes the war can be in the north the east again or in the south of ukraine but we didn't expect that they will attack the whole ukraine and start bombing all the cities everywhere so it will i am still shocked i am very upset um i'm depressed because i'm alone my parents are behind the bridge and I can't see them. My husband is a, is at war. Um, my my people die for nothing. My country is suffering, is crying. Ukraine is on fire. It's it's horrible. It's horrible, and uh, I hope it will soon very very. I hope it will end very soon, and I believe we will win because uh, we are a very strong nation and we have a very big spirit. And yes, the history uh, has a tendency to repeat, but uh, I believe that we will win for sure uh, because we are eager to protect our families, our cities, our motherland so i want to say everybody in the world please uh don't be silent speak up do whatever you can do if you can't donate to ukrainian army to the refugees please do it if you can uh, sign the petitions please write the post on your social media go to the protest do whatever you you can do together we will win uh, we uh see the the support of the whole world world and it is very important for us believe me it uh makes me stronger when i uh get your messages it is very important guys really and uh, because uh you never know when the war can happen we didn't expect it but it is happening right now so guys if you don't want 
it to be continued if you don't want Russia uh, comes to your uh, country and start the war there, please stop it together with us. Exactly, you hear, I mean, because this is not going to stop with Ukraine. Um, there are other countries, Moldova doesn't have much of an army. Why, why would Putin stop if he manages to take Ukraine? Georgia doesn't have much defenses. Then it's all, you know, then we start talking about the Baltics or talking about Finland or talking about Scotland, you know, of Sweden. It's, it's, you know, history does repeat itself. And uh, the analogy with Hitler's advance, I mean, I think, mm -hmm. thankfully, the small silver lining is like Hitler was obviously a racist and uh, genocidal. Uh, so far, Putin is not that at least. But short of that, that's about the only difference. It's it's uh, imperial revanchism. He just doesn't, I mean, he made the speech, I made a video about it where I outlined, I took the Kremlin's official in language version. It's just quite simple. He doesn't believe Ukraine has a right to be independent, doesn't believe in its borders. And he's that's just the first country. And he's gonna start with everywhere else that he thinks that he has a chance of taking. It's, it's the way that unfortunately he wants to see the end of his uh, rule being defined. I hope that is extremely short end. Hopefully. Uh, we need to finish. I need yes. to, okay. to hide. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that was a very dramatic end. Um, Ines written to me since uh, that she's still okay, that she's down in the, the basement of her apartment. So fingers crossed. Um, it's really depressing and tragic situation. This is Europe 2022. It's just really, really sad. So if you can do something to contribute to the humanitarian crisis that's been unleashed or help you know, Ukrainian military to defend the country, we super, super appreciate it. Slava Ukraini, Haron Slava.